baby, come on in here. Welcome to the cookout. <laughs> hey, cookout cousins. How you doing? Hey. I just have one question, y'all. Who made the potato salad? Is that the new girlfriend? Hey. <laughs> like, you remember the last time and last year's cookout girl? She definitely can't come. <laughs> you tried it. All I'm saying is, I give back what? the same energy. We matching energy all 2020. All 2020. Okay? And 2021. All 2020. And that's on period, y'all. Hey, cookout cousins. How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Welcome to the Cookout. It's your girl Barb. Hey y'all. It's Zaina. How you doing? I'm excited to be here. There's a lot going on. I'm excited to share with y'all pretty soon, but just know your girl is hit. My head is spinning. There's a lot happening, but I'm happy to be mm-hmm. here. Happy to be present. Hey, y'all. This is Ty. I'm just here. It's one of those days. I'm just here. It's but just I'm glad to one be here of those y'all. days. Hey, hey. Nobody knows who's singing. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite part. I wanna think something else. You know how we sounded? <laughs> you know, back in the day when you used to like watch Netflix with a um with a friend and y'all tried to hit play at the same time but didn't quite work. Yeah, so, like, you hear the echo of the part they own that you want. Yes, and I'm notorious for being like, okay, there's a little bit faster in mind. Let me hit Paul, and then I'm hit again. And then I'm hit and Paul, try to catch up. And then try to catch up. And I always mess it up, Ooh. but I always do it. You can count on me. We are truly a mess. Okay, all right, all right. Y'all really in a single mood today. Yes, come on, wait to exhale, breathe, bitch. <laughs> What? He burned everything. And on that, I missed two. I missed. Okay, I missed two movies. So waiting to exhale, but then the brothers. You know when they was at the court, he was like, "I'm right." Okay, you remember that? Look, I I know y'all know because that is absolutely black culture. That is 100% black culture. The brothers is that movie though. Although uh, the wood is better, but the brothers is is better. I would agree. 100%. I do like the wood better. That's also true. better things to look at in the wood. I come come on now. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, what y'all Zayna. mean? Zayna. What y'all mean? The wood better things to look at in the wood. I said what I I'm said. Just saying. So other movies? Are you saying other <laughs> movies? I'm confused. You, there's other <laughs> movies better than the wood. I'm not gonna do this with you, Barbara. <laughs> I'm not gonna do I'm this. Just, I'm, in, I'm in tranquility. I, I am a peaceful patty. Man, you want you a drink for real? I'm just I, saying, yes, ma'am, honey. In the Wendy's cup. <laughs> I just said that there is eye candy in the wood. That's all I said. Oh, agree, agree. Because I got deals on all. Oh Catch my up, up, sis. Period. Catch up. <laughs> I got Janet Jackson. Yeah. I always had Janet Jackson. <laughs> First of all, y'all, we cutting up today. We are cutting up today 
This is what oh you get when we goodness. record midweek. Anyway, Zaina, can you please just let us know who comes to the cookout, sis? Let us know. Okay, I guess. So, y'all, we got a number of people invited to the cookout this week. And I have to say, I'm really excited about the people that we're inviting in. There are people that I absolutely, like, put my stamp of approval on. First things first, Michael B. Jordan. He's absolutely invited. Now, my personal opinion is I think he's a very beautiful man. I wouldn't call him the sexiest man, but I also just said Omar Epps is my boo. So, like, you just get, you know the standard mm-hmm. of where I kind of fall. It's the 90s mm-hmm. man for me. Okay. <laughs> the 90s <laughs> man for me. Okay, they just don't make chocolate like that no more. But I appreciate the small Snickers that we get today, okay? So, Michael the B. Jordan was just... Ty, did she just come for him? No, 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 no. I was talking about the generation of men, not just specifically oh. Michael B. Jordan. Oh. So if you feel offended, you, you should take that up with right. you and who you pray. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Michael B. Jordan was, it's not nominated. He was voted, uh, appointed. Anyway, election things are hard, as you can tell by the state of our country. But he is on the cover of People 2020, Sexiest Man Alive. And the women in my family are proud of this one. That's what he says. And I'm like, okay. But no, seriously, I, all the interviews that I've um, watched with Michael B. Jordan and all the things that I've seen come out of his uh, camp, I guess you can say what they say in, in movie world, has been really great. And people have nothing but great things to say about him. So I'm really happy about this. So he's invited to the cookout. He's done a lot of things within the community. And so that gets my stamp of approval just off top. Okay, here we go. Next, we have to talk about, okay, Barbara didn't did some scrolling on me, so now she didn't mess me up with my little stuff, but that's okay, because I can't prepare. I got it on my phone. Ooh. Ooh. My bad, my bad. She's coming for you today. I, I just want to put that out there. I miss Barbara. She you is. With. It's she you is. You miss mm-hmm. I got all these songs mm-hmm. in my hand. It's mm-hmm. like, Gotta shake him off. Uh-huh. Let's go ahead and move So the next, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I shouldn't have been drinking. I'm about to say, okay. I should have waited to start drinking for the drinking? conversation. Mm. Um, some wine that I got from a local grocery store. That's one thing I'm really gonna miss about living in Pennsylvania. Like the wine, the local wineries are really, really great. So whenever I decide to leave, I'm gonna really miss that. Next, who's invited? Jamie Foxx, absolutely getting invited. Um, He suffered a tragedy within his family this past week. His sister, I believe it's pronounced Deandra Dixon, passed away at the age of 36. Now, if you're familiar with Jamie Foxx and his family and a little bit of his background, you know that his sister was diagnosed with Down syndrome, I believe at a very young age. And so his sister has been a lot of his motivation throughout his career, and he's talked a lot about her. And so in the article that I'm looking at, um, Jamie Foxx's sister passed away on October 19th at the age of 36. Now her brother is keeping her memory alive by starting a foundation in her honor. This foundation is super dope and it focuses on, I believe the name of the foundation is Beautiful Be Yourself Fashion Show. No, that's a fashion show. No, what's the Global Down Syndrome Foundation? That's the name. I apologize for the error. But I think it's super dope that He's giving money and he's giving his attention to a very worthy cause. And that in my book is worthy of an invitation. So he gets invited. Okay, next one I'm really excited about. I have been on YouTube looking at different inspirational videos, different 
um, black women talking about different issues and just things that just kind of uplift me. And so I came across Tracy Joy Ellis Ross. That's her legal middle name. I found that is Joy. And so it's, it's kind of old at this point, but she was one of Oprah's 2020, I think it's called Visionaries. She had a, um, uh, anywhere from about four to five women on the show or on a session. I think Michelle Obama was a part of um, that slate. I think that Gail came on and talked a little bit. I believe that was from 2020, but there's a number of women who came on. And when I watched her interview, Tracy's interview, it just gave me so much energy. It gave me so much hope and it kind of filled my cup in a way that I didn't know I needed that day. So Tracy came on, she talked to Oprah about a lot of different things. One of the things that a lot of people talk about in conjunction with Tracy Ellis Ross is her seemingly quote unquote lifelong singleness and her being empowered and her being joyful and her not attaching herself to a man, but making her own platform on top of being the daughter of Diana Ross, the Diana Ross. And so just hearing her talk about her journey and where she's kind of come from and how she's kind of coming to this new awakening of herself and blackness and and uh, civic engagement and getting into politics and different things like that and using her platform, it just gave me a lot of joy. She just exuded freedom and peace. And I was like, I want some of these. You, give me one of them. Give me what you got for a pork chop. So I was like, yeah, I want that. Next, Cardi B. Now I know Cardi B is a little controversial, so y'all stay with me, okay? But Cardi mm-hmm. B, <laughs> Cardi B, has been, I don't know what word I'm supposed to be using, appointed, nominated, elected, said to be woman of the year. What's the right phrasing for that? She's been chosen. She's been chosen, selected. 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 I like selected, yeah. She was selected woman of the year. It's escaping me who selected her woman of the year, but I think it was a pretty large platform. I actually just came across it yesterday. And a lot of people were giving her a lot of flack for it. It was like, okay, you don't deserve woman of the year. There's plenty of other people who have been doing way more things than you. Like, why should you be woman of the year? So, you know, in true Cardi fashion, she came on and was like, okay, y'all, I just want to remind y'all that the one single that I released this year is a single that stopped the world. That's the single that had all the politicians up in arm. That's the single that had all the different pockets of our social media talking like that's the single that had men up in arms and like I started all these conversations that get I think it went like four or five times platinum it went some it did crazy numbers it did crazy numbers so she was like yeah that one single that I did do put some respect on that also I paid money her I paid money out of my own pocket to talk to Bernie Sanders I paid money out of my own pocket to talk to all these different politicians and to educate my community and the people who follow me on issues that really matter and things that could change the ballot. And she was like, and it did. And I had to give her props and I had to be like, okay, all those things are true. So just off of GP, I'm trying to invite Cardi B because I think that's a good thing. So those are all of my invites. Special honorable mention to Nivea's infusion oil because it's cold and it's winter and you need to get into them. You need Girl. to slide some oil on them bones, baby. Sometimes I'm Sometimes I be skipping on the lotion regimen. I'm just going to be honest. Okay, we all family here. Uh, I be skipping uh, on the lotion regimen. And baby, I be crickety crackety at work. I be like crickety. It be, it be itches. Sis. But you know what? Slide some, some oil on my bones. Slide some oil because we ashy. <laughs> we ashy under these pants. Please believe me. If you ever see me out and I'm cute and I'm looking good, please know that my knees are ashy. And that's my business. Uh-uh. <laughs> 
do better. Do better. Okay. I'm gonna get you uh that do better manual by Lovey. That's a good book. Y'all gotta get into it. Okay. Okay. No, it's not it's not a lot. It's a quick read. The Do Better Manual by Lovey. Okay, Mm -hmm. I like Lovey. Gotta get into it. Gotta support her. So I really feel like they're my spirit animals. I hear that. (laughs) I hear that. I, I can also see that. I think that's great. I'm with you. Because no, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, those are people that you will absolutely embody. I'm with that. Truly. Truly. Hi. Who got the invite revoked? Or who didn't even get no invite to begin with? So for today's segment of invite revoked, the participants I have listed, uh, I won't say that they cannot come. I'm just, okay, so listen, listen. Y'all know in the families, at the cookouts, there are always those characters in the families, right? So you got the person who always has the conspiracy theories. They come with it, 100%. Um, you got okay, okay. The, that could be, that could be me sometimes. Okay, you got the one. Russian, Russian roulette, <laughs> not Russian roulette. Is it it? No, the person who, um, who's the person that always um, has the unpopular opinion? Give me the word. What is it? Annoying? No, no. Oh, yeah. That's me. Oh, no. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm sorry. What's the know. word, Barbara? Mm-hmm. Contrarian? Mm-hmm. Contrarian? Um, Devil's advocate. Oh, advocate. We can move on. Uh, <laughs> it was bothering we me. Have those. <laughs> we have those characters. You got the Here creepy go, uncle who's checking out everybody. Y'all know everybody got one. Y'all want to sweep all his things up under the rug. We're going to talk about it. Mm, um, talk about and it. And then you got, you know, the people who just mm-hmm. like to show out. So I like to think this is, maybe this is more of the musicians, the musician seat, because you need music at the cookout. Um, you need somebody to sing for karaoke, all of that. I got some concerns. And so um, the first person on my list I'm sorry for the saints. I am on the fence about her. Let me say that I am on the fence about what she's doing and what she said. Erica Campbell. Okay, so if you listen what? to if uh-uh, you listen what Erica to last do? week's episode, and if you haven't, you need to check it out. Just stop right now. Go check it out. Um, but y'all remember we were talking about Kev on stage and how he said white people are so dramatic and talking about the vaccine and it's the mark of the beast. Right. It's mm-hmm. Erica's Instagram. She posts this woman who was supposed to be, I guess, an an expert on the topic. Um, And the caption under it says, I'm not taking this, getting this vaccine or the mark. And I'm just like, okay, so it's just not white people who are this dramatic, right? So this is what we're doing. Wait, okay, wait, wait. It was a video. Okay. Uh, yes. She- so she, her comment. Let, let me, me go. Let look. me scroll on over to the comment for you all. Oh, cookout cousins! I wish I could see it, but if you follow Erica Campbell on the Instagram, you'll see it. I have to put it on our page. <laughs> oh, oh, I see it. And it's even. I see it, and I love how exactly. Instagram has flagged it as this exactly. is news. <laughs> but she says not taking this vaccine or the mark. Okay, so can we stop spreading misinformation in the black community, please? What? If you have certain platforms, and I think that's my that's my grind about all of that. Let's just stop spreading misinformation. I can't. Let's just stop doing that. We can't do that. I cannot. So I'm not gonna say she can't come, but if she comes, 
I'm gonna need y'all to check this when she starts spouting out all these things that are not facts, because we can't do that. We won't do that. We just might have to kitty put her at the table. at the kitty no, table. No, because then she gonna we influence the, the kids in the wrong way. But I just although I not checking this. your facts. Yeah, I just but I, I need her in this time. Miss, this misinformation of the mark of the beast in this vaccine becoming synonymous. Like I, I, mm -hmm. this year has been so notorious for information being intertwined with other things that are not as factual. And like, nobody knows what to believe and nobody, you know, people who are not familiar with the mark of the beast, who don't know, who have not maybe grew up in church or, or studied the Christian religion, they don't know. And so they're like, yeah. they're gonna tie those things together. And we also know that people are not going to go and look for themselves or a lot of them probably won't. So it's kind of like they're believing that. So I just, I hate that those things are being intertwined and I haven't received any information to make me believe that this vaccine is anything close to the market of beast. Again, from what I know, also the black community has a long history with Lord, the medical profession. And so I understand how people of color, not just black people, um, by POC folk will be very hesitant to take a vaccine that's new. I hear that. She needs to watch what she's saying. That's all I mean. Listen, I love her music. I just, I agree with everything that you just said. We can't do that. Um, so for my next person, we need a DJ at the cookout. I'm going to tell y'all who can't DJ. He might be able to come. Go DJ Atlanta. Um, oh, Y'all remember the DJs from my wedding? I don't even know who that is. The DJs from my wedding? Yes. Is that girl, the DJ from yes. your wedding? Every time, every time I hear Ooh, another child, DJ, I get pissed off when I think about that day. I, every, oh my gosh. Everything else was beautiful about my wedding. Except the goddamn DJ. Um, mm -hmm. You had to be yeah, there. You had to be I was, there. I was really, really drunk. So <sighs> by then it didn't matter. Um, it always yeah. mattered to me. <laughs> no, and this is how I knew the night was going downhill <laughs> when the second song that you're playing as dinner is starting is Genuine Pony. What? <laughs> like, right? I mean, the what? elders were still in the room. Like, <laughs> my God. Like Relax. The elders are Can we still get through dinner? Here. Can we get like, through I dinner? I was a few drinks in myself and I looked <laughs> like, around at my, at my table mates and I was like, y'all hear that? <laughs> I'm looking around like that. Y'all hear the same thing out here? They like, yup, all right, y'all want another drink? <laughs> it was terrible. Y'all only my mommy, My mom still says mm -hmm. things to this day, and every time I hear DJ, I get pissed off. So again, I'm not going to say they can't come. As a matter of fact, they can come and provide the photo booth, because that was bomb. It was. They can bring the photo booth. Oh yeah, they can bring the, the photo, photo booth was lit. The photo but booth folks, was lit. I'm telling y'all, you looking for a DJ? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. not one to knock people's hustles. So what I will it say is, if if, <laughs> if you them. want them, just go in prepared to with, with a detailed playlist of every song you want played when you want it played. Okay. Uh, I mean, but ma'am, what kind of DJ let songs right. play all the way to the end? <laughs> like, and I hear songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was Bur like, Bur what is going on? You know they don't play them songs. No, but that, like they did. Come on. Come on. I mean, like, do better. Again, I'm going to give him the do, do better. Do better? Manual. Okay. Yeah, I go. Free promo. Free promo. Just kidding. <laughs> I know. That's what he's going to have to book for real. 
Um, and for my last one, listen, again, I'm not going to say he can't come because he got some vibes. But y'all know DJ Luke Nasty play way too much. Now, I won't Talk go too it. deep into it because it's going to come up. It's going to come up again in the episode. But I will say this. Some songs shouldn't be touched. Melodies from Heaven is one of those songs. Honey, it should never. Come on. It classic. should never. The idea of get permission. I don't understand I, I, what the problem wait, is. Wait, did y'all see the video? Absolutely. Did y'all see his uh, Kurt Franklin's response? Yes. Beautiful. I yeah. said that's what that spiritual oh, yeah. looks like. Oh yeah. Beautiful. That's what that I looks just, like. No, let's not do that. Let's not do that. It's a joke that Kurt Franklin implies of the same person. Just a joke. Just a joke. Their music is not the same. The genre is not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. So again, I'm not saying that they can't come, but um, I'm gonna need for y'all to watch these folks and they ain't gonna be in charge of the music. And that's that on that. So let's get into some real conversations. What's up? All right, cookout cousins. There is a lot that has gone down. And let me tell y'all, I just I just don't even know where to start or how to unpack, but we're gonna get into it because you know that's what we do. So first up is you guessed it, the election. Cause y'all, the election is gonna At be a topic no matter years. what. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, this this is... one will always be a topic. <laughs> like like you know there's just so many you know things that go into it and so there were just a few things that i wanted to bring up related to also somewhat not related to this election season so michelle obama former first lady michelle obama went on instagram okay and hopefully y'all had a chance to read her um post but just to give y'all some background i am going to read an excerpt from it excuse me <clears throat> and I just thought that it was so um, timely. So she says, this week, I've been reflecting a lot on where I was four years ago. Hillary Clinton had just been dealt a tough loss by a far closer margin than the one we've seen this year. I was hurt and disappointed, but the votes had been counted and the occupant, she ain't say that y'all, but you know, we don't say his name, had won. The American people had spoken. Okay, and one of the greatest <clears throat> responsibilities of the presidency is to listen when they do. So my husband and I instructed our staff to do what George and Laura Bush had done for us, run a respectful, seamless transition of power, one of the hallmarks of American democracy. We invited the folks from the president-elect's team into our office and prepared detailed memos for them, offering what we'd learned over the past eight years. I have to be honest and say that none of this was easy for me. Donald Trump had spread racist lies about my husband that had put my family in danger. That wasn't something I was ready to forgive, but I knew that for the sake of our country, I had to find the strength and maturity to put my anger aside. How do y'all feel about that? What are your thoughts? Like, you know, is there an unequal burden for Black people to go high when they go low, in the words of the former First Lady? In short, absolutely. I feel like Black people are always called to take the high road. We're always called to be quick to forgive. We're always called to be the people who exude and show peace while other people are deliberately attacking us and killing us and hunting us down and doing very malicious things through the court of law, I might add. And I just feel like 
Short answer, absolutely. Yes, unequivocally. Because I think it's part of that burden, like um, that Black people carry, that idea that there's already a, a negative, you up there, people are already gonna perceive you in a negative manner, right? So you do everything within your power to show them different, even when they're disrespecting you. Um, even when it's showing it, it, that they'll never accept you, you still have to do that. And I think it's, it, I think it's fairly unfortunate. Um, and I kind of agree with uh, some of these Gen Zers that are just like, uh, F that, you're gonna get what you're gonna get. And this the energy you're gonna get. It's so interesting, because as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I've been watching a lot of different interviews and just, I text Barbara earlier this week and I was like, I think I'm a political head now because like all I'm listening to was politics on podcasts and on Instagram and just watching clips and just always trying to figure out what's going on because I feel like this year has been so confusing as it relates to politics and some of those other things but as it relates to the form, former first lady Michelle Obama I watched an interview with her I think it was that same um, Oprah Winfrey 2020 visionaries and just her messaging and how she explains what it means to go high when other people go low. And she was like, don't get me wrong. Like, that's difficult. I'm not saying that as if it's easy. I'm not saying it as if it's something that everybody can do because it's a hard choice. But the choice of the matter is I believe that she exudes that and she tries to give that off because that's how she protects her peace. Um, and I know that's not how a lot of other people view it or how other people choose to approach their piece, but I truly believe that that's how she approaches it. So when things like that happen to her family, when they're endangered, when they are um, forced into these tight holds, she often goes back to that place. And I think that that's what keeps her centered and that's what keeps her humanity intact. I'll also say that she's a hell of a woman. Like it takes a very special person to be able to do all of those things because I believe that God knows what battles to give us. <clears throat> he ain't gave me that one because, you know, he gives us the things that we can actually conquer. Couldn't be me. Couldn't and, be me. And uh, Zayna, Zayna ain't there. <laughs> we ain't I there. Barbara might be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Uh, Yeah, I tend to go higher when people go low. That mm-hmm. tends I to drop be my default. Low. Um, petty but i will say let's do it (laughs) (laughs) how low can you go sweetheart baby girl that ain't good i gotta work on you we gotta work on that i'm gonna need y'all to do better do better okay um but no you kind of brought up uh another point zayna that i wanted to pose to you all i mean this is the first time i have heard michelle Mm -hmm. publicly discuss the occupants' comments and how they impacted the safety of her and her family. Um, like, what are your thoughts around that, Ty? Like, again, she's saying that his comments put her and her family's lives in danger, and she still had to find a way to go high. You know, when it came to this, tra- you know, peaceful transition. I'm of actually power. really happy that she shared this. Um, I think people took for granted what that family had to go through during this transition during that election like i think people really took that for granted um and i'm, I'm happy that she shared it because hey 
it humanizes them, right? Um, it shows that yes, we endure difficulties, but even when things do not work out, even when somebody is against you, you still need to do what you should do, what the job says that you are supposed to do, um, what procedure says you're supposed to do. So I, I am happy about that. Um, also, like big ups to her, and I wonder what really pushed her to share because I mean, this is information she's kept to herself for years now, for years. And so I, I wonder what pushed her to share mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now if it's to uh if it's to like you know kind of reach out to people and say hey the people the, the person that you're rooting for is actually not that great the person that you think is awesome doesn't know how to display this like kind of that i guess that tact the class that's there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no you actually bring up a good point it actually kind of segues me into my next topic for us to talk about which is the former president um barack obama's memoir right um and so let me let me just give you all some background cookout cousins just in case you all don't know um michelle martin who i believe works for npr uh she did an interview with the former president barack obama about part one to his newest memoir called a promised land uh, and I wanted to read a quote from the interview, and really I want to garner you all's thoughts. And if you need to take a second to digest what I'm going to say, that's fine. Um, but I really want to hear what you all have to say about this. So uh, former President Barack Obama, he says, here's one thing I never believed, right? Was the fever of racism being broken by my election. That I was pretty clear about. I never subscribed to the we live in a post racial era, but I think that what did happen during my presidency was yes, a backlash among some people who felt that somehow I symbolized the possibility that they or their group were losing status, not because of anything I did, but just by virtue of the fact that I didn't look like all the other presidents previously. Okay. And so what are you all thoughts? I mean, do you agree <clears throat> that just by sheer virtue of Obama being president, it threatened even more so than before, the majority and emboldened a belief that they were losing status or being eradicated. Um, and that is actually what led to the occupant era we're experiencing now. Definitely think there's correlation. I absolutely think there's correlation. What I think a lot of people struggle with is they say, well, I voted for Obama or like he got elected. So like we can't be racist or we are in this, like you said, post-racial society. And so what, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to have that conversation, right? But I absolutely think that that is true. I definitely think it's a reaction, like the idea that we had our first black president, our first black first lady and the tightrope that they had to walk. And I think a lot of the things that they really wanted to do or we would have liked to seen them do, we weren't able to do. I even would go as far as say we weren't able to, and I say we as black people, weren't able to really hold him accountable for the things that we wanted to see change because a lot of us subscribe to this, you know, we got to uplift the black man and we can't show division and we can't do this. So we got to kind of hold it tight. And I think a lot of ground was lost within that, even though a lot of ground was made. And so the idea that we had our first black president and then following that presidency, we had the occupant who is um, a lot 
and nothing that we all expected to like I think even for people who were sad after the election and was trying to figure out what is actually going on a lot of us couldn't even fathom the truths that really would come would be able to unfold from his presidency it's it what I love the most is that I love that it seems that that family is able to be a lot more truthful and I'm really engaged and I'm really interested interested to see what this memoir is about interested to see what other interviews they hold to see how much truth can be uncovered because they've been fairly quiet throughout the presidency of the current occupant um they've done a bunch of different things but like they haven't the talking that they're doing now is like every day there's a different interview like every day there's new information so i'm just interested to see what comes about what comes next definitely definitely i hear that and it's uh actually good that you kind of brought that up because another quote that i wanted to bring up and hopefully get you and ty's perspective on is the fact that they are being more vocal and like what does that mean exactly so um obama said Absolutely, there are times where I'm sad, where I'm angry, where I'm hurt, when I feel obliged to buck up my wife or my daughters, when we see not just the kinds of shocking injustices as we saw with George Floyd, but also when you see elected officials not simply ignore or dismiss these things, but actually seem to suggest that it's okay. Yeah, I think it is completely understandable to feel discouraged and hurt and upset I think the reason that I don't plunge into despair probably has to do with the fact that I tend to take a long view on things. And generally speaking, our kids' generation, you talk to them and their attitudes instinctively are more open, not just on racial issues, but on gender issues, on sexual orientation issues. And that is why I tend not to despair. But I still take it seriously because what I do know is that history doesn't move in a straight line. Attitudes can go backwards as well as forward. And all of us have to be vigilant and working as hard as we can to summon the better angels of our nature and put the rest and put to rest, excuse me, some of the things that have been so destructive in American culture. I found this particularly interesting, y'all, because several critics of the Obama's administration, including myself, uh, would say that he has been very careful with the stances he's taken publicly when it comes to racial injustices, both domestically and globally. Some might even say that his foreign policy endangered thousands of lives. So do you all feel, feel that there may be some truth to that? Um, um, I just, it's very interesting to me how comfortable he is now taking a stance. And I mean, I, I just want to garner your, your perspective on, on what you all think that means. Um, so, and I, I hate to simplify it, but as you were reading the quote, what came to mind actually is Beyonce's infamous Super Bowl performance. When the world realized that she's a performer, she's an artist, but she is Black. Um, Many people, I've heard many people criticize uh, former President Obama under the, the statement, you know, he he didn't, he doesn't care about black people. He doesn't care. His policies weren't for black people. He didn't work for black people. All of those things. Um, and kind of the idea that, yeah, he was the first black president, but is, is he actually black? So could he actually identify with the struggles 
um, that Black people encounter. And I think this is his way of saying, yeah, I do. Um, it never surprised me that he didn't take a stance while in office because while he is a biracial man, he is a president of the people. Uh, so I, as someone who, and I, I always tell Barbara this, I hate politics. I hate getting into that nitty gritty, dirty, all that stuff. It, it, it just, it's just a lot, but I understood that part because it's kind of what we do every day when we have to coast, switch where we are. Um, so I get that, but I, I think this part of him speaking out now is that, okay, yeah, I, I understand this. We still deal with this. Um, and and to, to empower those around him, like this is still a thing. I feel this, this comes to us. Uh, so I, I am happy that he's taking the stance, but for me, I get it. I get now why it's appropriate, right? You have, the world is, is fueled by hate and, and everybody is looking to him to step in, say something, do something, like all eyes are on him. I, I love the points that move. you made, Ty. They were very accurate and like yeah. gave me a different view. I also That's like the point. Beyonce performance reference because like it's absolutely true. I feel like that was an eye-opening moment for a lot of people as it relates to fanning her. Um, I also think this is a time where a lot of people feel like that they can't be silent. And the downside of that is people who have previously been silent or maybe quieter silent or quieter, now you're going to hear their thoughts and their perspectives it may not be what you assumed that they would be. And they may not be what you want them to be, or they may not share the things that you think that they should share or whatever have you. All of this is so interesting to me. And like, it has absolutely piqued my interest um, in what he says and what they choose to share. But I feel like a lot of people view the Obama family as the black savior. Like we finally have a black president. Like he understands our experiences. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Something to keep into perspective is that as black people, our black leaders have often been there to serve us solely. And so him being the president of the United States, he's a black man. So I feel like a lot of people transcribe that to be like, okay, he is going to be a leader of the black people. But as Ty mentioned, he's a leader for all people, not just even the people who are attacking certain groups of folks. So it's kind of like a mindfuck. I, I just have to collect my thoughts because I don't even think they're fully formulated. But I just, I, this is interesting. This is really interesting. And the more that they share, the more I'm like, mm, now I got to be critical and I don't want to do that. But like, I can't stop my brain from being that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I hear that. And I think it's it's timely because we are transitioning into hopefully transitioning because, you know, still haven't got that concession speech. Um, wow, 26 a, out of what, 29 cases? I think it's like, yeah. it's very mm -hmm. hot. Mm -hmm. We're not, we're not gonna get into that today. But yeah, so as we're hopefully transitioning into a new administration, you know, the current decisions that are being made by the um, administration that's still in office are going to carry over. That's a lot of what uh, Barack Obama experienced when the nation was handed to him, right? He was handed a recession, he was handed, et cetera, et cetera. And so I did wanna talk really quickly about this nuclear war deal with Iran, okay? And- I need somebody to get the child. Get the child, <laughs> calm the child down, Listen. and help the child realize that you can't do this. Yes, 
Yes. So again, some background, just in case any of you listeners don't know what we're talking about. Um, the occupant pulled out of the Iran nuclear deal, formerly known as a joint comprehensive plan of action back in May of like 2018. Um, this deal was originally brokered by the Obama administration, uh, and it basically stated that Iran would agree to limiting their size of their stockpile, basically, of enriched uranium, which we all know is used to make nuclear weapons. Uh, Iran, or Iran, excuse me, also agreed to modifying its heavy water facility so it could not produce the plutonium necessary to create a bomb. In return for this compromise, however, the sanctions issued by the US, the UN, the EU, um, all of those got lifted. Now, you're the, the occupant, I was gonna say your president, but I'll say the occupant, he decided to end that deal. And last week, Thursday, wanted to order a military attack or military strike against Iran for them increasing their stockpiles. Well, you pulled out of the deal two years ago, right? This is 2020. And so thankfully, there were several senior advisors, Pence, Mike Pompeo, uh, and that's irony in and of itself because they are two very pro-military humans, okay? They talked him out of it. So I just wanna know if y'all see the irony in this. Like in efforts to undo everything the Obama administration did, he pulled out of something that most critics actually praise the Obama administration for, just to now almost start conflict with the country again. Like, what are y'all thinking? I don't even know what I'm hearing, Barbara. I, I, the Todd's face. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm hearing. I can't be the only person. I don't know what, what's, uh, what is going on. I know what's going on, but what's going on? These are the signs of a small child having a tantrum. This mm -hmm. is what we're watching. But this small, uh, this quote unquote small child is making big mistakes. Big mistakes. In my field, we have this saying, and it's and it goes like this: you you let you know your students or the people who report to you, you make five dollar mistakes, ten dollar mistakes, but you catch them before they make the eighty, the ninety, or the hundred mistakes, right? The hundred dollar mistakes. Those are the big ones. Those are the things that have you called to the carpet. And I feel like it's not even a feel like I know like this has been a thing making these huge mistakes with, with seemingly, and I don't know if it, this is actual, but seemingly just despite President Obama and his administration, just because I can, I'm gonna do this without any forethought or seemingly care about the American people, our liberty, our freedom, and our way of life and keeping that intact. And I just, I, what I don't, 2020 child. It's, it's it's hard to figure out. It's hard to figure out. It's impulsive. <laughs> it's, he's impulsive. I know. He's impulsive and he's not thinking mm -hmm. of anything or anyone. Mm -hmm. Just this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. Ego. Right, right. Yeah, it's crazy because they said that's what a woman would do if she held that office. Because uh, we're so emotional. And uh, I just find irony in that because all wars to date have been started by men, but we'll move forward. Oh, so, say, you know, me, you me and Ty was, <laughs> listen, oh, we can move on. Uh, but uh, <laughs> do you think that this could impact how the transition of power goes? I mean, do you suspect that that could be some of the intention behind these actions? Or 100%. 100%. 
because if he can start enough mess before he leaves office, uh, President-elect Joe Biden will do what former President Obama had to do his first four years, and that's undo a lot of things to help rebuild. Here's and the perspective. And if his time is spent to that. Mm -mm. Here's ahead, the perspective, though. Me, I'm a, I'm a new political junkie, so Barbie, you just swoop right in and correct me because I might be wrong. But President-elect Joe Biden is old. He may be, very well, may be a one-term president. So if you spend your whole four years trying to clean up what the previous person did, and then you're on your way out, what do you have to show for that? Mind you, yeah. when he starts first day, mm -hmm. first, first ground, um, first thing that you need to be doing is dealing with this pandemic. Uh -huh. And you didn't even have the resources mm -hmm. that you needed to be able to assess the situation and make sound decisions. So like he may have to spend his first few years, a couple years, whatever that looks like cleaning up mess. But if he's a one-term president, what do we have to show for that? If you spent your whole time undoing everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're right. And that's, that is something a lot of politicals are talking about is this expectation a lot of us um, a lot of voters have with what his administration will be able to actually accomplish in the next four years. Uh, and I think we do need to set realistic expectations. Um, and we'll probably have to have a whole podcast episode just on that. So I'm not even going to take us down that road today. Um, I'm actually going to wind it back take us to some lighthearted fun things because in a couple of days, it's going to be Thanksgiving. So I'm just curious. Um, first of all, Ty, update us. Did you get that potato salad recipe? <laughs> like, what, what's going on with that? So, so I do have one in my back pocket. Like I know how my Nana makes potato salad. That's the way I've made it before. I know how to make it. People seem to like it. I don't really like it. I don't know if I told y'all last week. We went to a restaurant um, and we had the potato salad there and they used like a dill relish mm -hmm. in there. And to me, it was amazing. Mm. To Hans, it was terrible. Um, oh. And it because it, it tastes different. It just didn't taste like regular plain old potato salad. Um, and so I let mm -hmm. my brother-in-law actually sample it. And he was just like, uh-uh, make it the way you've been making it. We don't like that. So, my, you know, black people don't like change. They don't. We don't like change. But like, we need to change some of these you things. Like, but Ty, it sounds so, like people enjoy your potato salad, and you're the only uh, person who doesn't enjoy it. So that is right. And I want to enjoy it. If I want to be able to enjoy it. If everybody's enjoying the meal that you're preparing, and you're like, I want to change it because I don't like it. But but you did say last week that you wanted to be married next year. And you wanted, maybe exactly. it was Barbara. Exactly. But you wanted to, she this is really important. And so if our goal, I'm turning my inner Barbara. If our goal is to make Come a on. good potato uh -huh. salad, not for us to like it ourselves, Hello. but for other people to enjoy it so that mm -hmm. you can get the satisfaction from them, right? It sounds like you need to okay. get your recipe. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just, this is what the, this Here is what the is. peanut gallery is Here he is. What the people no. in the back said. The people have spoken. Well, the people they they have it. spoken. Oh, well, my best friend, her, uh, her stepmom makes a really good potato salad. And so, and I think if, if the way she told me is kind of like the base of how I do it. I think it's just maybe one or two ingredients. So my thoughts 
I told her to tell her stepmom I'm coming over to her house on Wednesday with my supplies so her stepmom can walk me through how she makes her potato salad. Um, and if, mm-hmm. you know, I'll let him taste it, see what it's like. If he don't like it, then I'll go ahead and add the remainder of the stuff that'll make it my potato salad. And we'll go from there. I feel like it's a, it's a All happy right. I guess medium. that's a compromise. That's a compromise. I just, that's not a hill you need to die on. That's it's all not. I'm saying. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, not, it's not the hill to die on. Zaina, what you doing? What are you doing for the holidays? Are you excited for Thanksgiving? I am excited. I'm a little sad, like a lot of us are, because we won't be able to spend the holidays like we usually do or around a lot of people and family and all of those different things. My family's not really big on holidays. As my mom, my dad has, has gotten older like now those things are are more intentional, but usually we don't really do a lot for the holidays. It's our same kind of immediate family. We just kind of hang out, the kids um, hang out and, and that's just the end of it. This year, I actually won't be home. I'll be hanging out with a friend. Um, I am a little nervous though. So I'm trying to figure out like, he's like, oh, you can come be with my family. We're doing this, we're doing that. And I'm just like, I really want to go. Also, wow, pandemic. So I'm trying to navigate how, <laughs> you, you know me, I, yeah. I I don't know how to navigate being like, I want to go, but like pandemic, and I like really, I love you, but I, I'm mm-hmm. scared and y'all mm-hmm. should be scared and I don't know, you know, what's going on. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I feel bad about it, but that, those are my Thanksgiving plans. I, my, honestly, my main goal is either to make some pasta salad or get somebody else's pasta salad because that's just I'm in the mood for is that your favorite it's dish not, it's not my favorite dish I just have been craving it I just been really wanting some good pasta salad what and I think like? we were back in okay. Iowa which we told you I think on the teaser that's how we all met we were back in Iowa I think it was maybe like a meeting or something that we were at potluck or something somebody brought some really good pasta salad and I just wish I knew who that was because it was good it was amazing I do, I do remember it being present, and I don't remember Me who. Either. What kind of pasta salad was it? Um, it wasn't creamy. No, it was, was it like uh, the Italian base. Yes, yes. What big yeah. ass event was it? You're asking great questions. I don't know. I think we were Honestly, at. We probably were remember. at uh, our problematic friend's house. I don't know who who wants their name oh. shared on the air or not. You know, our problematic friend. <laughs> we love him, but he, we be, all know that one. He be, uh-huh. he, you know, you know, devil's advocate, our friend. The life of the party. Yeah. The life of the party. Uh-huh. I think we were at his house and I remember it was some bomb pasta salad. I think that was the same event that I bought some green. I brought some greens and that guy was like acting real crazy. We're not, greens. we're not going to talk about those greens, child. That's a story for <laughs> another day, but y'all. I mean, this man. Whew, he was ready to Ooh. put a ring on it behind Zayna's honey Ooh, behind them great before four before carrots I date you marry anybody but no I just want some pasta salad <laughs> y'all truly <laughs> truly that I just what that's what I've been craving some good pasta salad and some macaroni and cheese I had some good yes, seafood some good macaroni and cheese. cheese the other day it had lobster um mm. shells in it all the shells were already cracked and stuff, but like it was good. Clams, it was good. It was it was ten out of ten. That sounds Ty, good. Ty's like I don't like that. <laughs> no, it sounds really good, but unfortunately, I would never be able it to experience good. that for Thanksgiving. Maybe oh, when I go no. home for Christmas. Maybe so. Mm-hmm. You, I remember what I sent y'all where it said all the people who uh, say seafood is nasty, it's okay. Just say you're broke. Just say that. <laughs> remember I sent y'all that. That's Just all say you have that. to say. Yes. <laughs> 
If you that is a gay if a guy uh says he wants crab legs. Sweetheart, say you can't I'm afford not, him. I can't. Just just say you ain't got no money. Like, We've not been there. Just, y'all y'all say anything on Al Gore's internet, okay? <laughs> the gay with tools. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all say anything. Okay, I got a surprise topic, y'all. Then I Uh-oh. promise we're going we're gonna move uh, to the next section. Oh, I know, goodness. y'all know. I had to sneak this one up all y'all. Okay, so listen, girl buys guy PS5. Okay. Guy sells PS5 mm-hmm. to buy to buy her an engagement ring. Oh, is he wrong? Yes or no? You asking the wrong crowd because we you only are. live I'm telling you, I, <laughs> I have a strong really? Yes, but 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 because I I know what Barbara's opinion is because that means he didn't have the money for the ring. Um, and if you don't have the money for the ring, you don't have the money for the relationship. I said that we, we know each other. We, really we got money, financial stability. Let's we do really this. Do. We really <laughs> know each other very well. We really and I don't do. know why. We I have to. We have that. to unpack that. <laughs> now you had it spot on. Because when you start, as you started talking, I, mean, I was like, "That's Barbara." That is very true. That's Barbara. And as I'm talking I about mean, it, I'm like, "Ooh." And Barbara's a gamer, which makes a difference. So she's not a very emotional person, but I feel like that that act within itself would be triggering because it's like I didn't give you something that I enjoy doing. Maybe not the same console, but like I'm giving you something that I enjoy. And then you gonna go and sell it for whatever reason. For whatever reason, we know. We know. We we really now. Listen. Now let me say this. I I probably would have been less angry if he sold it for something necessary. Like I don't know. His car broke down. He didn't have the parts, and so. I don't like I don't know something what I can't even put into words what was something that really needed to be done of substance like exactly but Ty hit the nail it's on the second the week until my like, nails and, and you, nails and hit it on the head second week <laughs> boop okay boop boop because she <laughs> hit it like if you did not have the money to buy the engagement ring that right there tells you you're not in the financial position for marriage. You just aren't. And I I know the Dusties are going to come out and say, well, what if he just don't believe in spending money on a ring? Nah. He could buy you a house. He could pay off your loans. Listen, y'all, all that is cute. But let me, let's be clear. 90% of y'all on the internet ain't doing that either. You're not paying off her loans. You're not buying her houses. You just like getting on the internet, telling black women that they should expect less than so that it's easier for you to hit. And I, for one, am not signing up for Okay, that. but if you let are doing clear. that. And I'm going to save that for my rant. you are doing that, <laughs> um, add me, okay? <laughs> add, <laughs> if you are doing those things, let's talk. Right. Let's have a conversation. Also, also, but you know, I don't agree with that. I don't. I'm sorry, y'all. You're not ready to get married, and that's okay. I agree. That's okay. Personally, I and this is so. It's this is a PS5 that I bought him, and he sold it to get me a ring. Um. Yeah. So you bought your ring. It ain't even that I bought my ring. I. I guess I ain't never been there, so I just ain't really put a lot of thought process behind it. But 
I don't even know if I would have all the words that Barbara had, but I feel like I would have all the feelings. Like this, this seemed weird. This, this different. <laughs> like what? Talk, talk to me about the. <laughs> what were you thinking as you were taking this back with the receipt? Like what? What was the thought process? I'm confused. Also, give me my money back because that was expensive. I don't right, want to marry, marry you no more. No. Um, I just want to know the thought process. I'm, I'm confusion. Call back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hang up, call, call back. back. <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay, we're here trying to start no, trouble. Ty's the only... <laughs> I did, no, because I seen it pop up on my timeline and I seen people giving their answers and a lot of the um, beautiful say, black hotel. men, you know, I support our black men. It's the hotel. Ooh. Uh, uh, they were on some like, here y'all women go, always talking about a ring. And it's just so interesting to me because you you do not hear white men condemning white women for never. wanting rings never. or creating generational wealth. Never. You never hear that. And so it's so fascinating to me how how black men, I feel like it's indoctrination personally to keep us in generational poverty, who believe that like these things don't have value. How do you think people pass on wealth to their children? White women have been giving their daughters jewelry for centuries, mm -hmm. right? What, how do you think when, when these people want to start businesses and they don't have access to equity, they're able to pawn off these $20,000, $30,000 bracelets and, and, and diamond earrings? And this is literally how they've created generational yeah. wealth. But when you have this conversation with other men, it's, uh-uh, she just, she a gold digger. Like, how did you get there? You ain't got no gold. How did we arrive there? Listen. Well, pot the pissing, if we're honest. <laughs> okay. That's the thing. Come on. It's, I don't Come know. On. It's above my tax it. bracket. Maybe it ain't for me to know. Ah, I hate you. <laughs> what? Where we are. <sighs> so, yeah. I mean, I was just curious on y'all's thoughts. That's all y'all got. That's it. Oh, that's it. I thought, we done. I thought this was gonna be juicy. Well, for I one, I, I, I saw that, and but I didn't process through it because I was like, "Here they go again. They talking." I just scroll on past it because I don't even want the drama. All right. I don't even want the drama. All right. So that's what well. I mean. Since that isn't spicy, I'm gonna give y'all one more before we move on. Okay. okay. Uh. <laughs> Our homegirl, AOC, hopefully y'all know about her from New York. Um, she has suggested paying people to stay indoors for COVID. If we're going into another lockdown, and if you gave the incentive of paying people to stay indoors, she is suggesting people might be more likely to do it. What are y'all's thoughts? Would, would y'all be more likely to stay indoors if you got paid? Sign me up. What is that song? Money, cash rules, everything around get me. Pay, yeah. okay, Green, get the money. With the, with the money. Pay me. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Okay. Pay me. Pay me. You know how I've been wanting to stay at home. I've been wanting this. We some birds. Barbara, every day, Barbara asks herself how she became a friend. <laughs> every day. I know it's a question. Like, I know it's a question. Wait, what's that song? Cash rules, everything <laughs> around me. <laughs> Cream, get the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. No, um, I don't know this uh argument in full, but it sounds a lot like it sounds in the realm of what the stimulus check was supposed to do. 
Like we have you here, we have everything shut down. We know you're gonna need money. You know, you've been laid off your job or whatever have you. Here's some money to help kind of ease that load. And that only happened once. So I'm I'm interested to see what that looks like. But I also knowing our leadership, I highly doubt that that will be taken on. I highly doubt that that will make it to that my PNC bank. I highly doubt. Not PNC. I guess we'll see. We'll see. I just thought it was interesting. It is really Something interesting, though. Came up today. So, this been getting a lot of flash on the interwebs, though. We ain't got to get into that, but this been. Not today. They I know, but I just, it's a little I need teasing. to get off of her. It's a little teaser. But the stuff I'm learning is like, well, I, I, see, I, I, I see what you mean, brother. Really? I just saying, sister. Her approach yeah. is. Her approach is unique. It's yeah. unique. We'll unpack that we another unpack day. Later, okay. but stick we'll unpack that another day. Mm-hmm. All right, Zana, let's kick it to you. What's going on in these Twitter streets? Okay, last week I ain't had nothing for y'all. I apologize, but the, but the timeline was dry. This week was popping ton. Okay, I had to I had to I had to get it down a little bit because it was a lot going on on the Twitter streets. So first things first, the Twitter got fleets. If y'all don't know what fleets are, it's pretty much Instagram stories. A what? Mm-hmm. Instagram stories on Twitter. Yes. This is a new update? Yes, but it's not called an Instagram story. It's called a fleet. And I've been tweeting every day. I got heat for the fleet because that's just what I want to do. Yo. But you are absolutely. So Twitter has stories now. And it's this uh, tweet that's been going around where it's kind of like we are on Instagram, twi- we are on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, and it was like all one word because that's literally what we're on. And like Snapchat has stolen, well, Instagram has stolen things from Snapchat and then Facebook stole something from Instagram and then Facebook bought Instagram or Instagram bought Facebook. I don't know which one owned each other. Right. And, and, Facebook bought It's Instagram. a lot. And can I just say that Instagram is very aggressive about me connecting my Facebook and I've told them numerous times that I do not want to. Stop asking me. <laughs> I would like to keep my life separate. Thank you. So I can't, but no, Instagram, uh, Twitter has fleets now. So now you can post on your story. Um, that in turn has brought a lot of new people to Twitter. I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to hear about this. Like this, I don't care about this. This is why this matters. Okay. The same way a lot of people think about Twitter is like, I mean, um, Instagram, like that's my spot. Like I know how to work it. My followers are the way I want it to be. Like my timeline is is, is all together. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of people view Twitter. And so since Twitter now has quote unquote stories, people are like, oh, maybe I should jump back on Twitter. It's pretty much like Instagram, like just a little different. So a lot of Twitter, OG Twitter people, which is me, I was like, okay, don't y'all try to come over here and do all that Instagram <laughs> shit because that don't work over here. Okay, you actually got to be funny over here. They yeah. will drag you on Twitter. Yeah. Baby, they will they will exactly. drag you on Twitter and have you move back in with your mama. Period. So they was this like so weird. Instagram models, like Instagram uh entrepreneurs, whatever you're doing. And I'm trying to be a part of that party too, because here we are. But they was like, look, y'all all on Instagram doing all this stuff. As you're coming over here, know that we do things differently. Okay, this is like a comedy show. And if you ain't funny, we will wop wop you. Okay. Oh to the left. To the left, to the left. And and all your t- free followers can go with you. That what the that's just what Twitter said. And fleet, fleet, honey. Who came up fleet, with fleet? Heat, but got some heat for the fleet. I've been okay. posting memes on there. All right, I've been okay. Posting memes on there. It's been getting a lot of attention. Go. 
But if anybody cares, you know, I'm already canceled. So you ain't got to worry about canceling me. Whatever I say, you ain't got to worry about canceling me because I'm already canceled. <laughs> what? Um, I hate How you pre-cancel you? Uh-uh-uh. It's not pre-canceled. I already canceled. So if you see anything, you're like, oh, we finna cancel her. Don't worry about it. It's already done. Move on. Move along. Oh, I saw somebody's Instagram bio and I was like, I feel seen. Don't even worry about it. I'm already canceled. You rest your heart. Next. You know what? I hate to take us off topic, but my friend said something similar, but about student loans. She said, I don't care what Sally do, but I've already forgiven myself. So that's her business. I've been seeing it. I've been seeing it on Facebook. I said, and I also felt seen. Because it was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the, what the government got going on, but I've already forgiven listen. myself for the loans that I took out. So y'all can figure that out. Okay. But the real thing is, they will garnish your wages, baby. They will come and get their money. They will. Okay. And they're not like, if you make us, this is really off topic. I promise I'm going to get back on. But if you make a certain amount of money, there's no type of bargain with them. Like that is the lowest that they will go with you. And if you do not make that payment, they will come and mm-hmm. find you. These are things. Talk about okay, it. Okay. I'm, I'm not speaking from personal experience. I have no idea. Are you, are you triggered? No, I have no idea. Right. This is like from a personal level. I just heard it. From my email, <laughs> from, from my Gmail, mm-hmm. just randomly popped in there. Right. Okay. So I have forgiven okay. myself, but right. also mm-hmm. I'm to pay the people their money because I want my money. So next, Fresh Prince uh, reunion. I know we talked about this last week, but they are steady dropping like little teasers. And the day that we're recording this is a day that it's supposed to be live. So I'm really excited to come back next time we talk to y'all. To give y'all my thoughts. I'm pretty sure that everybody else is going to have their thoughts. Ty, I'll happily give you my HBO login. It's fine. And we're trying to get tapped in because the teasers that I'm seeing from this reunion, it just makes my heart warm. Like I saw a video today with Will Smith and oh, I can't remember her name. I call her dark skin on via, but I really, I think her name is Jeanette. Um, yes, Jeanette. I apologize for not knowing her last name because she's amazing. But I saw a video and it was a short clip and it was just him and her and they were talking and he was admitting to his faults and kind of the things that he did to take part in there. I didn't know that the narrative was um, that he called her difficult. And as a black woman in show business, calling somebody difficult, that's detrimental to your career. And it has a lifelong effect, especially in that field. And I didn't know, I never knew what the beef was. I just knew that there was beef. So I'm glad that they came to some peace. I'm glad that there was some some solace in that and that both Anvias can be there I really wish the dad could have been there of course he's passed away but it just it just warmed my heart and I really cannot wait to watch it I feel like it's going to be something I will watch over and over again because that's my business next okay I don't know why I keep doing that y'all I should have been I should have been drinking during this episode (laughs) you literally are I want what's in her cup Baby, I'm gonna have to show you I a wine. Ship bottle. me a bottle or two because I want what's in your and it cup. tastes like juice. That's a downfall. Ooh, send me yeah. that. I'll send you my coin. Okay. So um, you know, we're still talking about the election. We're still coming down from all of that. So you know, people on Twitter, they they going up, they making all these memes and these gifts and stuff about president uh president elect. Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, excuse me. And I saw this one video of this guy and it looked like it was like he was at a 
second, what is it called? Second line in New Orleans, they call it second line. And it looked like it was cars behind him and they were at some type of parade. And it was an older black, it was an older black man. And he was getting down. He was doing heel toe and Harlem shake and bankhead bounce and Georgia going blue. Come on now. I don't know what mm-hmm. he was doing, but it was playing uh, a Beyonce song and it was like me leaving Kamala's uh, motorcade. And it was like, come on, like we out here. Uh-uh. I was like, I really hope that she live <laughs> up to these homegirl vibes. Because if not, we all going to be really disappointed. Really disappointed. <laughs> In a major way. Really disappointed. But I'm just sharing with y'all things that brought me joy this week. Because that had me hollering. I was like, Black people are undefeated. Like, Black people are completely undefeated. I love it here. Uh, next thing from the interwebs. So as y'all know, Gucci Mane and Young Jeezy are having a versus battle. Jeezy the snowman. Hey. You're ratchet. Hey. So, what side, so what side are you going for, Ty? I couldn't tell. Trap or die. Trap or die. Like, what, what you mean? Hey, I mean, what I'm having mean? a really hard time. I'm having a really hard time choosing a side. And I feel like I'm not going to know until I'm there. And I know people are going to drag me about that. But it's like I grew up listening to Gucci Mane. Like, I grew up bumping all of his songs and hearing it in the streets and like just it just was a part of my upbringing you know what I'm saying and Jeezy but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he half stepping because he got hits on top of his too so it's oh, rough about okay. but it's ghetto it, it's ghetto because the way that they're going back and forth with each other on the internet is hilarious to me like they talk about each other's clothes they talking about what they're just doing a the- whole bunch of men and it's honestly really funny i'm hoping that when they actually get there that they will like calm it down because all the verses have been very like uplifting and like i love you and congratulations to you do but you know their backstory i do and i'm just trying to be oh, about to say, i'm, I'm trying, i want to be blissfully ignorant can i everybody oh, else i truly have no dog in this fight i don't you like dog i'm not rooting for either you don't like dog also <laughs> it's very telling <laughs> <laughs> who, what, Jeezy? Who? Just, like, I'm, be, I'm sorry. He went from old school Chevy to drop top porch for the streets, and specifically <laughs> Dade County streets. Hey, I'm with it. Both of y'all for the streets, but I never denied Where you it. From West, I never denied it, honey. Mm. From the both that don't float, but know how to get right, down. Girl. That's a period. Okay, so here she goes. No, they've been acting a fool on these internets, and it's just really funny. And I'm just hoping that when they get there, there'll be some love exchange. But at the same time, I don't want verses to turn into like this, this, this macho rap battle. I'm, I'm better than you. Y'all, we in a pandemic. Like, hug each other, distance wise, and like, let's move on. I do want to pose a question. What time? I was, I was just gonna say, hug each other. I know you've seen the other rapper. What is it, Gibbs? Who them already gave his whole uh, feel. Uh, dude shot your homeboy. Dude, I'm sorry, he said dude smoked your homeboy. Oh, so he and was on some, uh, some biggie. Who shot you? Mm-mm. Listen. Mm, I'm good. I'm good, love. So the last thing I kind of want to post to y'all, this will cause a little conversation. I want y'all to think and reflect. I saw this on Twitter and I thought it was a really great question. I'm sure Barbara's already seen it because she's always prepared. But anyway, who's an artist who doesn't have one bad song? Think about it. 
Think of an artist who doesn't have one bad song. That may be a song that you don't like. That's okay. But it's not a bad song. It's just not your taste. Oh, I got an answer. Off rip. What is it, Barbara? Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. A man loves That's true. Yeah. He, yeah. Let me try to think. Everything he touches is gold. I don't, all his songs are not my favorite, but everything he touches is still this gold. This is true. That is this true. This is true. Yeah. I think that was a good one. Ty, can you think of one? Somebody who doesn't have say, one bad song. I don't even have I'm, an answer. I'm gonna say, honestly, if we're going to stick with gospel, Fred Hammond. I and but I'll, I'm biased. I adore him. <laughs> what? Uh, uh-uh, I want to know what song he' about to say. I can't think of it because I ain't like it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, an artist who doesn't have one bad song. Okay, non a non gospel artist because I think that's harder. Yeah, the queen. The queen B. Whitney Houston. Be- what? Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. I can name several Queen. Yeah. <laughs> don't do Whitney. that. Beyonce? I'll give you Whitney. No, Beyonce has some songs. Yeah. I don't like all Beyonce really? music. Really? And, and she a... didn't say if you didn't like it. Well, what is good? Whether it's good I don't like. think they're good songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think they're good songs. You know, you talk yeah. to music. Like, so she knows. Yeah. She got a and shit and all this other stuff. Here she go. Here she, she go. So she been, uh, Whitney's a good one. No, I think Whitney. Whitney's a good I one. I think Whitney. Whitney is a really good one. I can't really think of anybody else. Mm. I feel like doesn't have one bad song. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, I'm taking us off track, and I know we need to go to the next section. But if you had to get rid of one oh boy group from the nineties, uh, oh, no, no, no. who would it be? Let me Google. Wait. Oh my God. Wait. Okay. Now, say I need to see who this that is. This is stressing me. Wait, are we? Are we talking and, about like and by? By getting rid of all of their music is gone forever. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay, what do I need to type mm-hmm. into Google to get the 98 degrees? Artists? Get out of here. <laughs> what did you say? 90 98 degrees. Oh, okay. Bye. No, no, no. That was a, okay. Black. Black 90s. Right. Okay. All boy bands. Ooh, that, oh, that. Oh, Barbie, you being, you being. She, yes, she is. She is, and she knows she is. I'll I'll give you four artists. One has okay. to go. But you said four. groups. Boys to men. Uh-huh. Oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. Groups. Yeah, four groups. Boys to men. Jagged Edge. Mm. One twelve. Mm. Ooh. B2K. Male. Two thousands. You out of pocket with that jacket edge. You out of pocket, man. You was out of pocket. But I know why you're saying it. Because like, you went to the Earth's Battle and you realized she ain't know none of this. <laughs> you like three. <laughs> That's why you said 112 and jacket edge. I know, because I was there. I know. I seen you. Mm-hmm. But it's like the hits so that Well, Ty said B2K. K. I think they can too. I think that's okay. I'm okay with that. I think that's okay. But oh, my, I like, would have still made it without them. We good. He needed a push. He needed a push. Uh, he did. He, he could have gotten discovered the same way Usher found the beads. 
Somebody else could have discovered him and put him on, mentored him, put him on. Well, I, I feel like the hits that one twelve but... and Jagged Edge have, even if they're not a lot in our book, like the ones that they do have, I need that. Like I need that. All of it. Mm. Okay, that was a good all question, right. Barb. I give you that. I you got my blood pressure. It's fine. That's mm. all this piece is talking mm. about. But I do want to pose that question to y'all. I appreciate the follow up because that was that was good, girl. You got me sweating because I got to keep my one twelve public service <laughs> announcement. Gotta listen to it. Mm. Okay. Okay. okay well, Ty. I guess we kicking it to Ty. Um. So we've reached that part of the episode, y'all. Let's go off um and i'm actually interested to hear what y'all rants are about today like what's going on in y'all lives let's hear it who's gonna go oh barb let's go first what you got going on uh, y'all this is gonna be this is ghetto i just i'm not even gonna put this young lady out Ooh. there but y'all let me tell y'all something it's the start Women, for me okay? too want us to do better i get the whole hitting up women when you suspect things and like you know coming at people crazy but like we have to find a way to to just to do this better we just have to do it better okay um i recently got a random text message from a stranger uh i still don't know who this stranger is also, side note, I don't know who her man is. So let's also like throw that out into the atmosphere. I don't know either of these humans. And she is blowing me up on some, duh, 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 duh. you was talking to, you can have him, you can have him whole time. I'm like, who is him? Wait, okay. on your phone? To you? Y'all, on my, ho- on my whole telephone. Y'all, she, right? Did she call you by your name though? Like, does she know your name? Full first last name sent me the screenshot of my Instagram. Sent me a Ooh. message on Instagram. Right, I said, right, "Who you didn't piss off?" Girl, no, we gonna have to talk about this yes, off I, air because I need to know about this one. Yo, I don't know who her man is. I don't know who she is. She claims her man's name is Will, and when I tell y'all, I don't know anybody named Will. Never talked to a Will. Never went on a date with a Will. I don't. No one introduced themselves as Will to me. Uh, I don't know who this is, okay? But moral of the story is, I just want us to do better. Like, I hear the gathering the information. I hear the needing to, like, piss on your territory. But, like, ladies, if you're going to approach the supposed other woman, like, don't take that energy out on her. Take that energy where that energy belongs. And that's with the man who had uh, some type of loyalty and commitment to you. Um, I just want us to do better. Yeah. That's all I got for this week, y'all. Just... Again, do better manual, lovey, Ajay. You, you really should read it. It's it's an amazing, amazing. I like book. that it's a manual, uh, and that's that on that. It is. It's it is, and it's <laughs> it's helpful. Me. So uh, it's, a, it's taking <laughs> you know, me a while. I might I might get this a copy. I might get. Do you think I should respond and let her know that I got her gifts and be like, "Listen, what's your address? I'd love to send you this no. reading material." No, 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 because no. she already hates you. All right. And so anything that you say other than I fucked your man and, and I liked shit. it, she's not trying and to hear shit. it. You Ooh. should say that too. But the say thing that. about it is I'm really, we're really going to talk about this offline because I'm very intrigued. The fact that Who's you Will? Don't, don't know, know who this man is and this girl right. like sent you your profile as if you don't have the login. Like it's so oh, interesting. Awesome. <laughs> but I also like, did 
didn't what? know people still approach people as a woman. Like I didn't know that we. I thought we were past woman that. Woman to woman, we were past that because social media no. put it on blast <laughs> and had people like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. So I didn't know people still approach people as a woman. I. I it's not. Well, it happened. I'm not gonna do it. Here we are. You said you not all. gonna do it. No, ma'am. No, because you, you if he's no for more. the streets, he's for the streets. And the thing about if it, he's is, for the streets, he's for the streets. Unless that's my husband and we got paperwork on each other, that's a legal issue. So that's a little different to me. That's a little different. But as far as like, <laughs> I need your statement then. If we on boyfriend girlfriend type terms and you know we ain't got no paperwork on each other, notice I ain't say ring because like four kids I dang near marry anybody. Okay, but no, but um. If we Here chat, go. I got that from Living Single. If y'all don't know Living Single, you need to get into it. You should be ashamed of yourself. Um, damn, I shouldn't have drank with this. <laughs> I'm so Listen, you're coming with it today. Uh, why don't you just get into your rant? Because I don't know what you're about to say. Okay, yes, so, Dana, please go. I, <laughs> like, don't you? be trying to censor me. Like, <laughs> I feel like people are going to be like, yes, like, you need to drink every episode because like this was the one. Or it was like, please don't drink again because I couldn't enjoy. Okay, it's fine. So I had a rent in mind, but now I'm kind of like, I want to share some information. And it's not even a ranty type of thing, but it's just information. So I have a friend that recently started um, therapy, I think for the first time. She's a Black woman. Um, mid to late 20s and just, you know, feel like she got some things that she really needs to take care of in order to expand her life. And so her therapist gave her some really great advice, or I guess it was like an assignment. And it was like, you need to keep track of what you, what your self-care looks like daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. And I was like, okay, I like that. And I chose to share here on the episode because I think that we talk a lot about self-care. We talk a lot about taking care of ourselves. And I think overall, the people in my circle and the people that I come across are doing a much better job at it and are figuring out what works best for them. But I will say that I like this idea of what are you doing for yourself every single day? And when I reflected on my day, I was like, baby, we just powering through. We powering through until we can get to the bed. That's all. That's it. That's all. And so how am I being intentional daily, weekly, monthly to take care of myself and being very cognizant of what self-care is like self-care is not something that is going to be dangerous to you, something that's going to put you at harm or other people at harm. Like that may make you feel good in the moment, but really that's not self-care. So figuring out how you can really fill yourself up, but being very intentional about that as you're going about your day, as you're going about your year, especially this year. How are you doing that? How are you doing that self-care? That was really important to me. And that is just what I want to share with the people. Be intentional about your space. Be intentional about your mental health. We go to the doctor for everything else. We go to the doctor, we get a scratch, if we have surgery or whatever else, but we are very hesitant to go for our minds. And we need to make sure that we're doing that. All right? Miracles and blessings. Ty. Have you already done your mm-hmm. rent? Thank you for that, Zaina. Thank you. Thank you for that. No, it's a time go yet, but that was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. What you got, girl? Um, so my rant is more of a a plea. Is this, is this a plea? No, this is it is what it is. Um, so I think again, you watch the trailer, you know, I'm a therapist, uh, 
my my passion is in examining anxiety, depression um, in African-American emerging adults. Um, so African-American mental health, I love it. I want to inform therapy training programs, all of the things, curriculum, all of that. My, my rant is just for these programs, for these training programs, um, diversity, cultural competence, social justice, it's time for y'all to learn what those words really mean. Yes. They actually please. entail please. how yeah. to do it because you can't just say you're doing it and you need to practice it. These are more than just buzzwords to help you get some grant funding. I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm, I am so tired of seeing that written stuff. Oh, well, the grant wants this, we're doing this, but you're not doing the work to get it. No, it needs to be more than buzzwords. If you say that you're about just diversity, be about it and also understand just because diversity and inclusion is present it does not mean that social justice is actually present we need to be moving towards social justice for all preach that's my rant preach I'm it that's it i'm done so uh we can transition mm. to uh closing quotes barb always leaves us off on such a nice she a nice does note. it's so great it's so great i try i try hopefully it's helpful um so uh for this week y'all i'm actually going to read you all one of my morning meditations from earlier this week um and then leave you all with our closing thoughts so here goes this week's meditation so has your trauma been a part of your identity for so long that you don't even know who you are without its cloak of victimhood what if it were possible for the trauma you experienced to not guide or influence the rest of your life would you take that chance? Or are you so comfortable with the privilege its sadness affords you that you'd willingly stay stuck in it forever? Have you ever thought of who you could be without your trauma defining your existence? No, I'm not talking about its erasure because it is a part of who you are, but I'm asking something way more pivotal. What if it didn't have to be the core of your story, but simply a part of it? I encourage those of us out there who have experienced something pretty traumatic, some pretty traumatic things to heal. It's scary to think of who you are without the excuse, even while valid, of the things that happened to you. Just know that you are responsible for you. After all, don't you deserve a happy ever after too? We are all rooting for you all. Love and light. And uh, with that, that's another episode, y'all. All right. Me and you must never part. <laughs> what? Why you this, always do me movie. like this? I'm gonna keep my light to myself. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't do that because it's so bright. It's, it's sunshine. so bright and the world needs to see it. See how she backtracks. You do. Be you, do. you are sunshine. You are sunshine, Zaina. I cannot. Who you should Them should. dogs. Them dogs. That's exactly who she Oh, yeah. They told mm-hmm, I bet. No, because you know that means their dad just got home and problems. it's all about to snitch on me because he is old in this bed. I don't get down. <laughs> you know what? And on that note, y'all, we'll see y'all next week. See y'all later, y'all. <laughs> Bye.